lads. How was Christmas? You know what? I had the best Christmas ever. My wife Why? was my wife was in America, oh. and I had I searched the town for a Christmas pot noodle, and it were lovely. There was just a little uh, bit of holly on the top, but it was lovely. A Christmas pot noodle. Christmas pot noodle. But I'm only joking. I had a fantastic meal from the River Cafe. It, there was everything in it. My only problem was I don't want to pull me cracker. <laughs> <laughs> there you go Alvaro. but it was he great pulled, he pulled his own and still didn't win yeah still didn't win uh, yeah I put it in the door the and the door won <laughs> <laughs> what about your Christmas my Christmas was lovely we went down to Kildare but then I got Covid that's right so and then I had to cancel Scotland but it was nice uh, yeah it was nice it's nice what about you had you, to cancel Chris? Scotland we were going to Scotland for Hogmanay for New Year's Eve we're flying on that day but then I was just coming out of COVID, Marissa went into it. So that was... So it was Hagmanot. Hagmanot. Hagmanot, you not leave the country. Well, they say the no, best I'm place lost. to enjoy. Huh? I'm lost. Hagmanot. We travel to Scotland. Is New Year's Eve. Oh, right, okay. We were traveling on the 31st of December. Ah. Staying for about four nights with friends in Falkirk in Stirlingshire. And, but we got COVID. Oh, sure. So I had to Were you unhappy about that? I was rather, rather upset. Rather, rather unhappy. Rather. But listen, it's fine. It's huh? great now. Everybody's feeling great. How was your Christmas, Chris? Chris, Christmas? Mine was okay. Um, oh. What'd you get? What'd I get? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit, what'd I get? Shit. Con- <laughs> you are very naughty. Contact lenses. Con- I got uh, concert tickets. Oh, lovely. Concert t- uh, Green Day. Oh, brilliant band. Great day. Where are they gigging? Uh, Malahide. Lovely. They're in June. Yeah, in June. In the grinds, on the grinds of the castle. Yeah, I think so. Well, I've never seen them, but they're pretty good. Yeah, they're they are fantastic. Brilliant band. I just love them. And uh, I wish the uh, Eagles had announced they were coming to Manchester before Christmas, and I would have got two for Christmas, but I had to get me on. Oh, yeah, they're doing one yeah. last tour, isn't it? They're doing that. Well, they're doing it this year. But I know the, <laughs> the last Eagles one you went yeah. to the last tour. I had to tour. do it. But what it is is that they're in Manchester, but they've actually added another two concerts. So I think right. I'll go for their ones, the later ones in June. Ah. And I wouldn't I ho- wait too long now because you know the prices go up. Oh, the price will go up. Uh, listen, will they tell you? Stay overnight, of course. Oh, of course. Stay overnight. Oh, just stay overnight and come back. But uh, mm. it doesn't matter a bit when, when you're going to see a band like that. You know, I know yeah. people that say, have you heard, take it to the limit and the legal eagles. They're not the same band to me. You know, they're brilliant. Of course. But, but they're, they're, not, the they're not. They're not the, they're not the Eagles. They like, don't have the I, magic. My attic is just changed. My attic is known as the Hotel California. All right. <laughs> it's what, just has Eagles, Eagles everywhere. It's your own devices up in his room. Yeah, it's <laughs> everywhere. And I I just, I remember the first time, and I, I, I hope, I think I explained it before. I was playing with a band called Grass in uh, 1970-something early. But uh, there was myself, the late Mickey Melholland, Tony O'Hagan, and Pat McCardle. And we were practicing in Pat McCardle's house in Fadamurray Park. And we needed a break. So Pat McCardle says, it was during the summer, so we go out and cut the grass. Just past the time. We went out and we'd done the garden. And next door was Paddy McAlevey. And Paddy says, hey, lads, I was just, my mother thinks you're so great. I can hear you through the wall. But uh, 
have you heard this man? And I never forget it was a white vinyl album. Mm. And I said, who is it? He says, Linda Ronside, they, they used to play with the call the Eagles. And I went in and played it. They used and to play with Linda Ronside? Yeah, they were Linda Ronside's backing band. Mm. Ah. And I just, that was it. And that, but that was without that guy, um, Joe Walsh. He's, he joined them no, later No, he right? joined them later on. Yeah. And uh, there was Bernie Leiden, Don Henley, Glenn Fry, and the other fellow, I can't think of his name at the moment, but uh, fabulous. I just when I heard, and the song, the song that I heard was a song called 21. Right. And it's a real, and went into it, and I went, Jesus, what a band. And I came out and I said to the boys, I'm not finishing the garden, come in and hear this. What was Actually, the album Alvaro called? Bring the album was just called The Eagles. Just The Eagles. Yeah. And, and then Hotel California come out? No, the Desperado was the name of the album. Hotel okay. California came out in 70, I think it was 74. We, I think we had the album. I remember yeah. vaguely. I have the album. I know the cover, of course. Cause yeah, was, I have yeah, the album in a frame on my wall. Here, okay, here's a question for both of you. Your Mount Rushmore of music, acts, or artists, whatever. Yeah. It can be a band or a, a solo artist. doesn't matter. Who are your four on your Mount Rushmore? Oh, what are you doing to us? Have a think. Oh. What would your four be? Your Mount Rushmore. It doesn't mean they're the best or, or anything. Just they, they were significant. They gave a lot. I, I would Sinatra, put... Sinatra. Fitzgerald. Cl- <laughs> yeah. Joplin. The fourth one for Ella, Frank, Janice. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. Cass Elliot, Mama Cass. Cass Elliot, okay. Um, Not the uh, group, not Mamas and Papas, no. just Cass. Not necessarily, no, her. Cass Elliot. Okay. Naomi Cohen. Who's that? That's her. Naomi Cohen. Is it, isn't it four heads? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You said five. No, four. Four. But Mama Cass, come on. Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mine would be Don Henley. Yeah. Glenn Fry. No. (laughs) Randy Meisner and Bernie Leiden, the original Eagles. Okay, but let's put the Eagles as one head. How the hell can you do that? Because they're like one band. Well, then take Mama Cass out. We get the band in. Shut up, you. Give <laughs> your own Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Well, well I, I would put definitely. I, one, I would put Don Henley. Right. By himself. By himself. Right. He is the most unbelievable singer I've ever There's heard. three others, then. Or three others. Larry, Harry, and Moe. They'll do it. The three Stooges. Oh. <laughs> No, you have many. You like vocalists. Oh, I, I, any type of music, like, but you have to nail it to four, to four. So right. the Eagles, three more. Right, we say the Eagles. Don Henley, Don Henley. I would definitely put Michael Bublé. I think, okay. and then Barry Manilow. Right, and then I would put uh, Joe Longthorn. Absolutely, yeah. Fabulous. He's, a, say he's he was. dead. He, he was. Of, uh, the irony of a singer died of throat cancer about five years ago. About He started as a comedian impersonator, vocal. Vocal Women. And he used to do a number, I've seen it many times, where he'd sing both, obviously not at the same time, but but duet them yeah. himself as Shirley, Bassey and Tom Jones. 
and it was brilliant. wonderful, wonderful to see. But, but and yeah, he yeah, was a but, wonderful. But as a singer, he was just oh my heard. god, he was on me. He's Too one long, of the. Thorn. He would have been, as I would say, he would have been the male version of Whitney Houston. He could hit that high. Oh really? Oh, he was a very talented actor. Very proud of his traveller background. He was English. Yeah. Um, and a very, very interesting character. Mm. Uh, and openly gay, which is unusual. Even though it was the 70s when he broke, it was still unusual enough. And also from the traveling community, which would have been very unusual very then obvious, as yeah. well. Uh, but he was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful talent. Classic act. Mm. Speaking of traveling community, Barry Keown, the money Masson, um, you liked him in Saltburn. Yeah. I, I love the movie. Yeah. I loved all the cast. It was a wonderful, it was like the Tullamans. It was a wonderful ensemble cast. Yeah. Beautifully put together. Mm-hmm. Beautifully played. Magnificently shot. It's just it's sumptuous. It really is delightful, gorgeous to watch. The narrative's pretty good. The denouements were slightly unexpected. The what? The, 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 the consequences, the end of All right, yeah. The relief. Oh, Paddy, I'd love to see your reaction. Watching. Oh, I will. What is it called? Salt. Saltborn. It's Saltborn. the name of the stately home. Might I will definitely get looking <laughs> at that. I figured a cousin by accidentally over there. I just love that line. I, I know. My favourite one was um, the mother where she's like, uh, she's talking about the daughter and she goes, oh, you know, fingers for pudding. You know, oh, yeah, <laughs> because the daughter's got anorexia. Oh, where's Liverpool? Yeah, where's Liverpool? I think it's north. Is it north? North. Is it coastal? I think it's by the sea. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're too posh, they're snobs. No, but deli- delightfully, oh, sorry. Delightfully mad. Like Connolly's story when he went to visit Pamela's friends who were quite arist- aristocratic. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily wealthy, but just bananas. Yeah. Bananas. I mean, what do you do? Toboggan. <laughs> sorry? What do you do? I toboggan. <laughs> and then in the middle of dinner another senior member of this family or a senior member of this family said do you know he says if you took Britain on the apex of Dover and turned it over 180 like flipped it you'd reach you'd reach Morocco like some fruit <laughs> <laughs> love it love it classic brilliant so Saltburn is good now what were you telling me about you saw recently I saw Poor Things with Again. Emma Stone yeah. Good one, yeah. Mark Ruffalo the the guy that shot it is a Irish guy, Robbie Ryan. Okay. And like he did the cinematography. It's beautiful. Right. And okay. it's all like indoor sets. It's very, very artistic. Really, really artsy. Mm. The story is completely crazy. Emma Stone. I think anyone listening to this, if you haven't seen and you like Emma Stone, you haven't seen or do anything like it before. It's completely Lovely. wild. It's wild, fun. No, and if you good. like sex, it's it's for you. Well, I can't really remember that far back. <laughs> yeah. uh, Leave it with us. Right, okay. But it's, it's not too clever, though. I don't like things where they get too clever. It's, no, it's not too... Like, the start of it, you'd be watching and you're thinking, oh, what have I signed up for here? Right, Is this okay. going to be a right. bit highfalutin, yeah, yeah. trying too hard? Yeah. Uh, for about five, ten minutes, you're like, what's this about? And then... Out of nowhere, it's sort of, you're like, I'm in. Okay. I've got it. Yeah. I'm in. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. And uh, it just, it yeah. takes you on a journey. It's brilliant. That's what I would call, you see, and it's a simple word, wanking. Yeah. Just wanky. Lost, the TV series that I watched for a oh, little yeah. while. Things sh- should end on a high. And I really believe that. That's why we remember Forty Towers. Yeah. 
you know, what, eight episodes, 12 episodes? I think like it was, a limited I think it was like six or eight. Limited yeah. season, we remember them because they yeah. went out in a high. This thing lost, did you watch it? Plane no, crash on island and people go missing. No, I've seen it, yeah. So people well, go missing. Hey, where's Jeff? Where's Lindsay? Whatever the names were. There was a fella there twice the size of me. <laughs> and they were there for four years. That was the joke. Didn't lose a <laughs> pound. Where's Jeff? And he'd nod his head with a femur sticking out of his mouth going, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. And then it just got really wacky. It got right. really fucking silly. The, the guy who made it's known for that. But what, he's wacky? done other great... <laughs> Well, he's done other great shows. Lost is... Like, Lost was great. I didn't watch it all. Lost was great for the first several seasons. And then you can see them running out. Yeah. You can see what's going on here now. Yeah. Like, it's called, you know, like the the Bobby Ewing wake up in a shower. It's being watered down sort of thing. They're just stretching it. You know the Bobby Bobby Ewing thing? Yeah. You know, wake up in a shower and forget forget the last season because it was crap. Mm-hmm. We'll start again. We shouldn't have got rid of him. Yeah. I yeah well, I, well, as I was saying this morning to you, uh, I was watching uh, James Nesbitt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On, uh, now, James Nesbitt, as everyone knows, he's from Northern Ireland. And he has been doing TV series, the Lucky Lucky Man, oh, lucky and man, a few yeah. more. Our Friends Up North was a song, yeah. wasn't it? And yeah. he was in the, and, uh, the Hobbit movies. He was in The Hobbit as well. And then he'd done, yeah. he'd done a few of the political things in the North and all that. He'd done, I think he was in uh, the Stardust as well, that movie. But... The Stardust, the Robert De Niro. He was also yeah. in a lovely, delightful movie set in Northern Ireland called The Most Fair Time Man. Yeah. I, I loved Wake yeah. and Ned. Did you ever see that Your movie? No, oh, Wake and Ned. How do you know that? I Because I was in it. No. Yeah, he was in it. Oh, I was, well, to be fair, I yeah. was going to ask that after Paddy finished yeah, the story. Yeah, you let me finish it. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, always oh, a bit. Uh, go on. It's it is a, a series episodes, whatever what you call them, and it's called The Missing. Now, I just I sat and I said I watched this. I just got loads of it. He is unbelievable in it, you know. Jim's and good. it Jim's it's good. every series, you know, it goes back and forward, and you're sitting and sitting and and. Uh, do you know the way you can... If it were a book, would it be a page turner? Oh, it'd be Tina Turner. <laughs> but uh, do you know okay. the way it says next episode? And then all of a sudden it's three o'clock in the morning. All right, it's one you of just, them. It, you just caught with okay, it. Well, yeah, you binged it. Fabulous. Yeah, I binge binged watch. it. And I would recommend it. It's called The Missing. It's on Netflix. It's now, in the we drama. We were talking earlier on about when Chris was saying the film took him about 10 minutes to get the hook. This series that you're watching now, were you straight in? Were you straight, in? Oh, straight away. Yeah. Because I've been, I've been quite impatient sometimes, and that's stopped myself. Literally throw the remote control in the chair over there, so I don't touch it because I have to allow it to build. It has to build. And I think because now we're not watch, we're watching on demand. Remember, we had to wait for yeah. the episode. Yeah. And he'd be so looking forward to it. But now we can just let you say, what was that? Rewind it or pause it? Yeah. Or, it's an immediate viewing. And also, I, I've binge-watched stuff. Yeah. So I watched Peaky Blinders on TV. Oh, yeah. Episodically. And from week to week, the previous story would sort of develop. You'd think, be thinking about it. Yeah, of course. Know? And then the next one, Lincoln. But I watched the season six, the latest season. Yeah. Practically back-to-back over, over maybe two evenings. Practically back-to-back. Right. And I think it lost something. Oh, yeah. I think it lost them because of the immediacy of, of, of viewing. Sometimes. Mm. That I'm not. Because a cliffhanger only works 
when you're falling off the cliff, but you haven't hit the beach yet. Yeah. If you're binge watching, you just stepped and yeah. then you're straight back in. I believe it loses something when we binge watch. It, yeah. Well, I, some I, of the best shows ever like had that week to week wait. You had to wait. Oh, and yeah. Still, yeah. But then there was a thing recently with like Netflix and Amazon and all these. They felt like they were releasing 10 episodes all at once. But then they realized that, oh, people are just burning through them. Yeah. They get about, the shows get a week of publicity maybe where they could stretch it to 10 weeks of... The, Mandal- yeah. the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Which like, I watched. That was episodic on Netflix. Yeah. You had to wait weekly. Which I thought was great. But it helps keep a show alive a it lot does. longer. It does. And then it's but not burnt. It, but as Alvaro says, you're, you're, you're going into it. It's just, yeah. There's no feeling in it. But when you wait for one and then the next week, yeah. you're sitting down there with yeah. a glass of wine and spill it all over the sofa or something, you know. <laughs> Don't drink red wine when you have a light grey sofa. Well, yes. I'm going back to Jimmy Nesbitt and Alvaro. So you slept together. Yeah. You yeah. slept yeah. together. So I worked on a movie called The Most Fertile Man. Jimmy played this outrageously ridiculous uh, uh, loyalist terrorist very funny but I noticed that he sucks his thumb so it would be I think it was a hotel oh, we oh, we're going to clip dinner. this we're going to clip this and he sucks his thumb and I was like oh, you suck your thumb I said I suck my thumb too he said I don't know what this is. I said why do you suck your thumb I said because I can't reach me cock and that's because I have a very large rib cage of course yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it impedes <laughs> I think I think, I think that was the Marlon Manson rumor years ago that he he took out two of his ribs so that he could really really selfish that, that used to be a thing when we were kids in school like that was a like a myth that, or a rumor geez. but sure when we were when I was growing up back in the day Mark Armand supposedly was having a, Mark who? A, Mark Armand was having sexual intercourse with a horse and ejaculated inside him oh right yeah Who's he? Mark Armand, soft cell. Oh yeah, okay. tainted love. Yeah, yeah. Did I say that right? Mark Armand, isn't it? Is yeah, it soft cell. I know. Yeah, it's it, it, it a song. Don't you want me, Gigi? <laughs> and that was a rumor that just flopped. A lot, there's a lot of rumors from time. No, but a lot of them. Are, a What's lot, that? A lot uh, of rumors are perpetuated and planted by. What's that one with the gerbil? What's his name? Uh, Richard Gear. Was it Richard Gear? Richard Gear. That Apparently he. Apparently, he's a fetish. We put a gerbil up your bum. Yeah, that was the rumor with Richard Gere that he put a gerbil up his ass. Jesus, I don't know how you'd even do it, but who who thought of it? I don't know. Actually, no. Do you know? I heard a uh, there was a story when we were when we were walking up in uh, RT. Someone we were walking with like was telling a story about Tom Cruise. Don't Didn't mention it? names. He signed on to But no, no. It was. I don't know where he heard it. It was just a rumor about Tom Cruise that. And it's sort of believable. It was that he'd... All rumours are. He'd... Because um, the rumour with Tom Cruise is that he's gay. Like that's yeah, sort of the thing. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happened there. Right, that's sort of the thing. The it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. The Scientologists allow gay people. I don't know. Right, okay. Um, they probably do. I don't think it matters. They just want money, really, I think. That's Fair their shame. thing. But that's the, that's the rumour with Tom. But then the, the, the bigger story was that... A cup once a year or something, he will get a load of young men, put them into a forest, and he will get dropped into the forest and have to try and find them like Hunger Games. No. And 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 not to be too indelicate, 
Yeah. <laughs> what, what does he do when he catches? Them? I don't know. See, that's the thing. But I sort of believe it. But you because see, it's what, Tom Cruise. Like he goes around like trying to hunt them in a Yeah, forest. but when you see, when you have so much money, you have to think of something as inventive to, to do. Yeah. You know. <laughs> what would your invention be, Paddy? My <laughs> I replaced the boys with a couple of women, and I, 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 went, I, I wouldn't be dropped in in a helicopter. <laughs> Just get the bus. I had the free travel. <laughs> I get the bus in. Uh, the bus pass case. Yeah, bus pass and get it in. <laughs> but uh, but you've a lot a lot of a lot of these big stars and having do things that are mental. You know, you think oh yeah. Just the whole Epstein Island. Yeah. Thing. I, I be- believe that no, there's, on- there's many there, there's many a time where you can have uh, a lovely time in a private island, absolutely it's your own concern. Yeah. But somebody's harmed, transported or groomed or underage. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, and fair play to you, um, <laughs> but we don't understand. It's not. It's not even. We were talking earlier on about the mad aristocracy. You know, this notion that the aristocracy are, are vague and and dopey and fantastically yeah. detached. I suppose is the best term being detached yeah. from some form of reality. And then when you look at the super wealthy, the super rich, mm-hmm. the ridiculous third, one one third or one percent. Sorry, yeah, of the which is a disgusting figure and gets me upset. Anyway. They are so removed from reality. I mean, it's nothing for them to... Yeah, they're going to space for fun. Absolutely. That's what it is. <laughs> That's a yeah. risk I remember seeing an interview uh, uh, with... Um, oh, what's that guy's name? Oh, come on. Bloody mind. Elon Musk. Branson. No, Bezos. Branson. No, the English guy does the, the... Richard Branson? No, 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 no. He was a music director. Now he does the shows, talent shows. Simon Cowell? Simon Cowell. Being interviewed on his yacht. And right. fair play to him. If I had the money, I'd have a yacht. And how wonderful the staff were and how he loves it and how he appreciates every moment and all of that. And they were in, let me, they were in the south of France, Nice or Cannes, I can't remember. But he says, the vulgarity of wealth, he says, yeah, he says, I, he says, I enjoy it. I'm aware of it. I make full use of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But two oligarch sons in a beachside club, restaurant, bar, whatever, Betting against each other and how much money they can spend on Cristal Champagne. Oh, right. And it stopped at something like a quarter of a million. Wow. Now that is unbelievably, disturbingly vulgar. Yeah. Jeez. That ain't old money. And old money are wacky. I mean, yeah. you look at the, Windsor, uh, the Duke of Windsor, who's a young man. His father died very young, so the Duke of Windsor, I think, is in his 30s. He owns London. His portfolio is impressively fucking large. But they don't, he's not flash. He's not in the papers. He's not quiet money. That, yeah. Quiet yeah money. I'd, I'd like to think if I had money, I, it would be under the radar. I often about, thought yeah. if I under wanted, the radar. If I had, if I came into, let's say, the Euro millions of 100 million or so. Yeah. And I said, one would like to do it very quietly. Just take the money and just slip away. And I wouldn't. Mm. I go through the town in a corniche. Oh, yeah, you said convertible, that. <laughs> telling every fucker I despised how exactly I felt. I hope we're not in the and street that day. I for you loads of money. Yeah, loads of money. Throwing ten. Well, I, I, I would do the same. I'd just go under the radar. Would you love to? I w- wouldn't say anything, but I'd say they'd probably know. Uh, Especially new strings on my guitar. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. <laughs> but I, I would keep it all quiet. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't like because it's not the problem of having a load of money and enjoying it, having yachts. It is people that would kidnap your kids, your grandkids, and all that. You know, that's the Fred. That's the worst. That lady Dolores who won. And I think she was one of the... She 150 of the million. I, really, a lot, a lot of money. And I passed her house in Limerick. We were shooting Matty and we were staying in Castle Comer and she lives around there. And she, that woman has to live in a compound, a yeah. secured compound. Wow. Because of the threat to her extortion. Your family, yeah. Did not yeah. an extortion. I mean, no way. So that's where you, that's where you actually don't stay. Yeah. That's where you move into the realm of the super rich. That's where you live in a gated community. That's yeah, where you yeah. need to talk to people who know what security firm to get, yeah. what cars to drive, what level of, of bulletproofing yeah. do you need on, on on your yacht. And that stuff ain't cheap either. But you you leave your life. Yeah. You cannot. You cannot win. You cannot achieve or receive that amount of money and really expect us to stay the same. You cannot. Yeah. You simply cannot. You're a danger to your... You're a danger to everything, you know. And I remember when uh, some fella won... I'd have hair and everything be fabulous. Yeah, when some... That's all right, in a fringe. Uh, when someone won it... I a fringe. They were, they were being uh, interviewed about thereafter winning a couple of million on the lotto. He says, and uh, what about the begging letters? He says, I'm going to stop sending them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's a lot of things. Actually, there's a question. What's the most you ever won in a lot of scratch? Oh, card? I did. I nineteen seventy seven, right? I won. Now seventy seven, I won five hundred euro in the Young Islanders draw. Five hundred euro. Wow. That's 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 four thousand now. At least. At least. And I remember my I I remember my missus saying, "Oh great, we buy a car and go on a holiday." 500? Yeah. We didn't even get to the post office now. No. Yeah. Unbelievable. That, that, that was the biggest I ever won. That's the biggest you ever won. What did we beat you? No, can't think. No. no. I went to the bingo with car and I spent in the 80s and I won £170. Deadly. Great. And that's when you can go out and 20 quid a night. Yeah. No, that's not bad. But since that... How much again did you 20. win? You won 20. No, I won 175 But you but could it, go out for 20. In, 70, in, in 85, 86. That was a lot of money. 20 quid... Was your night out? Yeah. A pint was 140. Oh, fuck. Two euro. Yeah? Wow. Packet of fags, you could buy 10 then, because you buy two tens. You yeah. wouldn't think it's smoking, but you do. Packet of 10 fags, what was an 85? Oh, 10p. No, 120. Jeez. 120, two, 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 two pound? Yeah. Two, two, 240 maybe for a packet of 10 fags. That's So 20 quid, you were, it was a night out. Actually, and, two cocktails now. Two and, cocktails. Yeah, and if you had a fiver, that was known as your entrance fee. You get in. That was meet, it. So you you're need, having a pint and you meet someone. You're having a drink. Oh yeah, I can't buy you one back. Oh, that's okay. We just say that to everyone. All right. <laughs> but uh, you're on your own and you go home. I remember my brother-in-law who's in New York now and is retired. Big job. It was on St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. in Dundalk here. Oh, way back. Jesus, it must be forty years ago. And we were going out to drown the shamrock. And all he had in his pocket was two of the big punt. You remember? The big coin. And I had about 20 quid. And we went up to Dixon's. It was a sing-song started and we were drinking away. He came home with four punts. Four. How? Don't know. People, you know, people throwing the money on the table. 
Right. And you think, oh, I think that's mine. Okay. And he went away to America two days later. He had a job, massive job, and he's retired now. Very comfortably. Unbelievable. I'm silly. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not going to retire, kid. No, I... I, no, I re- you live to perform. And that's... I, that, yeah. But that's, that's what I was, I was born to do. It, was, it came from the family. I'm just wondering, will Philip be able to put a ramp? <laughs> oh no no that's why that's why he made the stage small so he can get up on and it and you could have all the equipment on the chair yeah but there is equipment yeah, you could have a boom mic yeah. there absolutely yeah a Stephen Hawking computer yeah yeah a commode <laughs> <laughs> just for the break it's save you getting off yeah. the stage <laughs> but you just put up a visor for the break yeah, yeah. <laughs> or put the pull-ups in front of you. <laughs> oh, and this time next year, Rodney will be millionaires. Yeah, <laughs> that. that'd be all good. But uh, there is... Can you get chairs? Actually, speaking of wheelchairs, the wheelchair in the favourite that your woman was... Yes. I was like, that's better than most of the wheelchairs you yeah. get now. Like most she, of was, the- she was Queen Anne. Fun fact, last Stuart Monarch. Yeah. She was the last Stuart Monarch. Uh, and then it went to the Hanovians. To be fair, I didn't know it was based off anything real when I watched it. I only okay. learned that after the fact. Okay. She was she was Queen, Mar- Queen Mary's sister, William of Orange's wife, who was James, who was Charles, James II's daughter. I'm no after Elizabeth, a quick, quick lesson. After the Elizabethan, the Tudor reign, uh-huh. it went to the Stuarts in Scotland. He was... Charles, he was James the Sixth of Scotland, James the First of Great Britain after the Act of Union. Great Britain, no, it wasn't Act of Union then. No, it wasn't. He became King of Scots, King of England, James the First. Uh, then Charles the First beheaded by the Parliamentarians, that bastard Cromwell. Yes. Then the Merry Monarch Charles the Second came back on the throne, the Restoration of the Throne. He dug up, he dug up Cromwell and hung him. Oh, okay. Yeah, posthumously, because he killed his daddy. Okay. <clears throat> and he was a Protestant king, because Charles was a Protestant. Um, and then his brother, Charles II, was a Catholic. And that's how it all happened, the boy and all that, yeah. King Bally, and right. all that happened after him. Paddy, yeah. you, you knew all this. Do you? Oh, yeah. Do you know that Cromwell had a camp here in Dundalk? Yes. In the 11th, the 11th century. Out at, not the 11th century. It was the 11th century. Cromwell was not the 11th century. Well, who was? Bruce, the Bruce. Oh, Bruce. And it, yeah, there was an aftershave named after, wasn't it? Robert the Bruce. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> but uh, he was out, yeah, out by Dirtle's Hill. Oh, like, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Who was? Schomburg was part of the parliament, parliament, oh, maybe parliamentary it was forces. Uh, I think during, that was, he was with Billy, uh, William the Fourth, Orange, Prince of Orange, married Mary Stuart. And then Cromwell also pillaged on his way down. He came up from Kilcern, I think. Kilcern, um, through Dundalk. And then encampment. In Wolfstone Terrace, was it? Yeah, the Camp Street. Yeah, there. that's why it's called Camp Street, isn't it? Yeah, right. Because this sacked. Ah, the Green, know, the green Church. Bit. The Green Church was. The Green Church was, was a Catholic. It was a Catholic church. Well, before the Reformation. Yeah, before the Reformation. Uh, and it was sacked many, many times. So if you look at the Green Church, it's almost like a Frankenstein building. There's bits and pieces remodeled and rebuilt because mm-hmm. it was torn apart. The oldest part of the building is the belfry. And at the end of the nave, there is a beautiful piece. The window is Flemish glass from the uh, 16th century. Beautiful. Now, can I tell you, I walked in the Green Church. 
Did you do the skiing thing with Ed? Yeah, with the, yeah. Aidan Gaynor. Well, that's and when I got the tour. We were going up the stairs. It's it's unbelievable at the tower. But when you get to the first floor, it's just open. It's the second floor is the workings of the clock. Now you're oh, talking right. massive. But what we had to do was there was the the big boulder holding the, the workings up was starting to disintegrate. So we had to raise it and put a new one in. But then we went up to the top and there was a set of a ladder to go into the green part. The copper roof. Went into the copper roof and there it is. The, the copper walk- The workings of the clock is seized and there's a box in the centre of the copper roof with four things. That's it. For the clock, right? Yeah, that's all it is. What was and that? Sorry, go on. It's a it's an amazing place. Now we were told there was someone said we better fix these steps. You know, over a centuries the steps get a wee bit of a yeah bellow a dip. So when we put some cement in straight, I said, no, you can't do that. Right. Oh, we could build right. No, you can't. But a yeah. And it's like your each side. I don't know how people got up into it, but there is there. You know the Robbie Barnes sisters buried there. Uh, Agnes. Agnes. But there is another part that no one sees. But we had to check it. I won't tell you where it is. But it, you think it was a manhole in the ground until you open it. Oh, the cha- chancellor channel. You go down steps, and they're right along each side of the wall is coffins, and in the, the middle that's sealed up now. Yeah, in the middle is children's coffins, two or three of them. What? And it is just you don't go right down because it is laden with dust, just just dust. It's right. on the stuff. Thousand years old, and the heat below it. But to say that the, the heir of Lambrassel is buried somewhere, they don't know where, where he's buried there because he is all... The Burgermaster's grave is there. I know that. And where O'Connell's Drapers is now was the Burgermaster house. Yeah. And that was the town centre. The town's cross was there. Uh, Carol's house was Dundalk House, uh, Lord Roden's residency, and the domain was basically his back, back garden. But but you were saying O'Connell, isn't there something from O'Connell's? Was that was that wasn't the courthouse no, was, there? No, no uh, it's rumored. I mean, yeah. it must be correct. It's written somewhere. The burgomaster says the House of Sizes uh, Tribunal Court, some form yeah. of court judiciary. But Boyle's Delft shop in the corner, which is now a vape shop, I think, uh, underneath uh, the cellar yeah, level. Yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, there are still remnants of cells. Yeah, and uh, Oliver. Uh, what's his name? Plunkett. Mm-hmm. Bless Oliver Plunkett was held there before being transported to London to Tyburn. Well, mm-hmm. eventually Tyburn for his execution. Who, yeah. Whose head is it? That's in Drahi. Yeah. It's in Drahi, yeah. The back, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, okay. there was there, there was a, a a lot of things about that courthouse there and coming across. But what remains here in Dundalk is the dead man's cell. You know where that is? Do you know where it is? No. It's in the town hall. And oh, underneath. A, yeah, it was a cell. The galleries are. There, yeah. There was a cell where, if you're going to be executed, that's where you were kept. Ah. The, ce- the cellar. The cellar predates the the building above. Right. Building I, above I know what younger. you're talking. Yeah, the yeah, galleries the are down is there. Is younger. But yeah. the, there's a lot of history. I remember walking in the, in the green church in the graveyard and we just tidying up the place, and we seen this shiny thing. They dug it down. And there was no bones, but there was a lad around his neck. And it just said on it, the hide-and-seek champion of 1892. 
I was really invested. Yeah. I thought, I wonder what that is. No, there's, a, there's a lot of history, like the history of Kilholland, right? It's a myth. You know that Kilholland came, the reason it's called Kilholland's Castle. Apparently he came north and he stayed in that castle. And what happened was there was a lot of fellas coming from the north going to a wedding in Cork and he joined them and went to Cork. Now imagine you're traveling from Dundalk to Cork on a horse. There was no trains then. If anywhere to be late. Your legs would be fucked. Oh, well, you quit. It was easier to sail, like the Greek islands. Like the Greek islands. It was easier to sail around Ireland to go through it. We were heavily, heavily forested. Yeah. It's a, it was densely forested. So it was really primeval forest in Ireland until, uh, the, um, uh, until I think, the, Tudor times when they the, took the all birch, the oak. The, birch, the die back. No, yeah. no built, built, built all their ships. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Irish oak. So our our forest was depleted, so it was easier to sail around Ireland than tra- than go, through, go the, through the the interior, and that's why we have much more in the northeast. Certainly for us here in the northeast, uh, culturally and trade wise, well before partition, well before yeah. plantations, well before any of that, are we our 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 communications link was between us and Scotland. Yeah. Right. So if you take a map of Ireland and dare I say it, the British Isles, Britain and Ireland. Yeah. The entire Ireland. Yeah. And turn it 180 and you're looking at an open-ended Mediterranean. Fair. Right? Yeah. So our trade, did, what was it called? The old Irish, the old, that old kingdom. Oh, Danan and Dean, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But literally, the trade routes were just by water. Okay. So All the time, yeah. Much more in common than anything around the coast than Galway or, or Kerry. Yeah. So the the bond or the links between Northern Ireland or North of Ireland, North of Ireland, yeah, and Dumfries, Galloway, Ayrshire, yeah, West Coast of Scotland, have been open for for millennia, you know, yeah, and and then obviously from that, you, then the, then the issues happen. Yeah, <laughs> now, do you know that uh, Dundalk was a walled town? All medieval villages. All med- yeah. it was right, completely walled, yeah. and. Uh, as you know, the Irish for Dundalk is Dundalgan. Yeah. Do you know what it means? Fort of Dalgan, mm. which was, was out there. Yeah. Uh, which was out there. Oh, it's Kilhollands. That's yeah. Kiel- now that that was building that, there uh, was that area. That was a Victorian Gothic. Yeah. Small home, really. Yeah, and it became Kilhollands Castle. We would know it as, but it became a museum. It was a museum, and then it was burnt down. And then it was burnt down, and then it some fella bought it and done it up again. And now it's just, it only is one tour now because of safety and that. But we spent our days out there in the summer. You know, there was a part right. in it where there was a chimney. Well, look, there was they, no fire. When you hear the back of the wall, is that the wall you're like, yeah. would that yeah. have been the, the boundary? Yeah. Well, that, that's where it, that's where the mount, the mount the, the, the started for us. Right. And then it progressed. <laughs> There's a lot of mountain going on now. <laughs> in the back of and then it moved, and then, then Dundalk moved Ooh. westward towards the coast. And then when and there then was... We turned our back of the sea. Yeah. But all our medieval charm has gone. I um, I don't know which earl it was. Roden or Erlich and Brassel, who uh, took down the medieval structures and repurposed them into the Navi Bank, for example. And he, he dredged mm. the bay or the, the river. Yeah. The key. And made it commercially viable, which he did very successfully. He did, a, one, he did wonderful stuff for the commerce of the town. Yeah. I've, I've, my brother was here, Ricardo, knows much more than I do about this. Uh, I feel like we're getting a history lesson today. But he he was a walking tour of the barracks. The barracks opened as the Cambric Well uh, for Huguenots to make linen. 
that was introduced also by the Roden, mm-hmm. uh, Lord Roden, Earl Combrassel. I think they were Hamiltons. Were they the Hamiltons? Who? Lord Roden. I think uh. they were the Hamiltons. I can't remember anyway. So that became a cavalry barracks, which became the infantry infantry barracks. Okay. Yeah. There was knock it down, actually. Yeah, we should get it because the because he knows it in detail. In but, detail. but do you know that a lot of people would visit the west of Ireland, but there is yeah. more history on the east of Ireland. We have more. We have more archaeology. Yeah, more archaeology. Uh, yeah. Prehistoric archaeology. Yeah. In this area, it's just the way the coin was because we're so border. Roach Castle. Yes. Unique. Yeah. Unique castle, triangular, mm-hmm. commissioned and built by a female. Yeah. The uh, uh, Verdon didn't she like throw her, her husband out the window? Yeah. So she married the architect. And she wanted to keep the his, the secrets of the Ooh. castle. So apparently on the wedding night, uh, she flung him out the window to protect the secrets of the build. Apparently, a Putin must job. be good. She was like Putin. Absolutely. Then but she gets what's that was, called the defenestry. What's it called? What's when you like when you push? <laughs> yeah, when you like Putin. It's a word. Defenestration is that the word? I'm going to look sure. it up. Please do. I think it's called that. Uh, I am a tree. I really am a tree. But if this was the West, this is an old gripe yeah. of us. There'd be a coach park, an interpretive center. Yeah. A proper road into it. Yeah. Because it's such a unique, unique it, It's building. a beautiful. And not only that, if people want to know what she looked like, she's at the side of the Imperial Hotel. A yeah. painting <laughs> of it. Yeah. She is. I she know. was. I, I, oh, the spittable. And you then you've, that up. you've a lot of things like look yeah. at the uh, Ford graveyard. Absolutely. You know, St. Bridget. St. Bridget. 1500. 1500 years. Go, right. What's the word? So defenestration, the action of throwing someone out of a window. Finestro. Oh. Defenestration. the in Latin or the Italian for window. So it must be linked. Yeah. Etymology. But that they, like that's what they say about Putin all the time because you just say your oh, eyes. Some lad fell out a window. Oh, it says Ukraine war. See all yeah, his yeah. buddies. Yeah, yeah, all his buddies. Like yeah. anyone that opposes him. Yeah, but it is. It oh. is but it is very James Bond. I mean, one family, you know. Oh yeah. Held robbery completely. It's sinister. Sinister. Anyway, isn't that an unusual meaning for throwing someone out a window? Administration. Yeah. It's partially saying fuck. To be fair, I'm just gonna <laughs> say that. Fuck about the window. Can you explain that? Yeah, he, yeah. He pegged him out the window. No, I love the word. I love the word fuck. Uh, I think for its many uses, and when it's placed, it is a great fucking word. It, 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 yeah, it is. But when, but when it's placed, it can be so good. It can yeah, be. Yeah. It can be used. But no, here's me. But no, I, to be fair, I think you have to use it. Like some people say it wrong. Like it, they'll say it out of place in a sentence or they'll just say it wrong because you can tell you're not used to saying that word. Like sometimes it's punctuated. Yeah. It's just used for punctuation. Like I know people that say it and I'm like, it just doesn't sound right. You don't seem to be able to blend it into the sentence properly. I had a great one. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, I have a habit of saying the F word a lot. No, I don't say it on radio. We that. can say it here. I know, but uh, <laughs> everything. <laughs> and I always, <laughs> I always think myself saying, Saying, you know, I think I'd say feck, but it never works out. Right. And then you have some people that love to, love to say the word fuck, but to say they don't want, they want to be nice about it and they say, oh, buck off. <laughs> you know, buck off. No, yeah. That's great and dog. I'm bucket starving. Yeah, I'm bucket starving. Or the great one was uh, this 
the C word, cunt. Oh, yeah. Right. When that that was your people would hate that. But it's great in Dundalk, you know. <laughs> We yeah, used to like the word, such know that song, in fuckle do fuckle. No, fuckle Ella. We used to love that when we were kids because you could say fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could sort of get it in. What's the other one he had? Did you ever get a ride in a track? Yeah, did you ever get a ride? Did you ever get a was, feel was that Richard of a five sure Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he sung the fuckles. Okay, yeah. right. But sure. there, there was I, yeah. there was fellas in Nundog, you know, you might be arguing, you might Go away, you cunt. And what would come back would be, here's a cunt, you cunt, But it's, it's, it's almost European of tonal quality. Yeah. Where in European, in, in Italian or French, I don't know about German, maybe Portuguese, well, <laughs> where the meaning, the sentence could stay the same, but the delivery phonetics of it would alter. And that would either mean a question or demand or a request, depending on the inflection. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. And the same with the word cunt. Yeah. So you're an absolute cunt could mean you're a, you're a <laughs> yeah. Which, you're, nah, that's a nice you're way. you're an absolute cunt could really mean you're just the, what you are. The, go on, you cunt. The, talk. Go on, you cunt. I love how you're not but a cunt. So I, I like the versatility yeah. of the, now American friends of mine. If you said that word in front of them, yeah. they would take the vapors. I mean, yeah. they'd have to sit down. Or twat. Yeah. The I'm Americans not, are adopting twatness arseways. Yeah. Again, like a fuck. Sorry to any American that listens. I yes, but yes. It doesn't fit. I do <laughs> <laughs> What gets me is pissed off. In America, yeah. one could say, when, when you're fed up, I'm pissed off. Yeah. I was shocked when I heard that first. You can't say that. Right. You can't say piss off. That's a swear word. That's like saying fuck off. Yeah. You see, it's, we've all different. How things are decoyed. Did you yeah. ever see Devalued? Michelle Pfeiffer? She was on the Graham Norton show years ago. There's a funny clip of her on the right. Graham Norton show she's with Robert De Niro and she was, she's just talking to Graham Norton she's about to say a sentence she goes oh, oh no I can't say that and then Graham's like oh no what, what were you going to say he's like I, like I can't curse on this can I? and she's like no 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 what were you going to say and then Michelle Pfeiffer goes a shot in hell and, and Graham Norton almost has a heart attack and he's like, he goes a shot in hell <laughs> where the fuck did you grow up <laughs> yeah right like she just coming from American talk shows well, where you can say damn. nothing that you, I, I think damn might be. Yeah. No, it's, it's completely out. Yeah. But he, they were all they laughing at it. syndicated him. everywhere. Yeah. You have to be careful of what's mm-hmm. said. Yeah. Fuck that. But there is a lot, there is a lot of <laughs> sayings in Dundalk that actually don't mean it. Do you know what I mean? If someone says, I get your drink tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. That means you won't. Yeah. Oh, I, will, I will, yeah. Yeah, I will, uh, certainly. And uh, are you going out? I might. So you're not. You know, it's, it's so many meanings of... One that got Marissa when she came up here first 30 years ago was Ba. But. Ba. At the end of his sentence. Ba. Lovely girl, Ba. And then they'd walk away from you. Yeah. What? what? Had a lovely sandwich in that place. The other day it was closed, Ba. Yeah. <laughs> love it. And I love my hometown. But I knew that when I left years ago for a while, I literally had to retrain my voice. Yeah. I literally had to speak differently. Yeah. Because in the vernacular, which I, and I love my hometown, I love the way we talk, I fucking love the town, wasn't understood. <laughs> yeah. Completely understood. And I'm a bit of a chameleon vocally anyway. Mm-hmm. You're Depen- a mutt. Well, yeah, but depending who I'm talking to. Yeah. So Kate, my daughter is now tw- nearly, well, Okay, so talk to Paddy. 20 this year. She'd say to me, you've, you've done it again. So I slip into the the person I'm talking to. I slip into their accent. Oh yeah, but it's that's just polite. No, it's not. 
because no, if, you're ta- if I find I'm talking to like a Lithuanian or an Easter year, I find I sort of copy them. Yo, but that's but that could be deemed like a piss. Take I know, but I'm, I just find that like if I know they're not getting the sentence I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, but we can do you know, like. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, right. you talk, you yeah. break. I, I broke, break yeah. it up like I'll, I'm not trying to do it out of badness. Yeah. It's just no, but I, I, I just I, need to get the point across. But I do I don't subconsciously. I do subconsciously. If I pass I somebody I, on the street or a supermarket now on my own, yeah, not for anybody's benefit or entertainment, for myself, just I have to. If someone approaches me with a limp or a funny walk, the moment I'm past them, I have to do it. <laughs> I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to emulate physically what they were doing to see can I do it. I'm walking around Aldi, my, and they're minding their own business. I'm minding my own business. I pass somebody with cross eyes. I have to cross my eyes. Oh, why? Why is I that? Don't know. So somebody's going, "Well, how are you?" I say, "Well, how are you?" Going, and I pass them. <laughs> I, have to, I have to cross my. It's awful. It really is terrible, and I and it's subconscious. It really but then is. you're talking about subconscious thing. When people are talking to me, my mind is racing to something funny. All you're trying the time. to think of a joke. Every time, get the hooking. It's just, it's you know, and, and I'm being serious, you know. And yeah. it, but every time, and then if something, <laughs> but in fairness, you you do that. And there I, is a but it's a lot of it. But you there know, is a mechanism that if you don't want to deal with it, I know. You but find I, the funny side. Yeah, of course, I know. one has to find the humor in everything. Yeah, you oh, have yeah. to. There's a time and a place. There yeah, is. There is. Like we no. across the road, when you get somebody coming over to you when you're having a night out. That just wants to moan. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I've just spent a lot of money getting pissed. Yeah. To forget my woes. And you're and wrecking my buzz. <laughs> Do you, oh, you get a load Leukemia. of people like that. Isn't it fun? Yeah. Like, get with me. <laughs> you'll, you'll always know one of them. A crack when, vampire. When, they, when they're coming to you. Crack vampires. The, the, you see, if there's something yes. that I'll say to your American friends. Yeah. yeah. A, crack. a crack vampire. Yeah. <laughs> but, but when you see when you see them coming towards you, the shoulders go down. Do you ever yeah. notice that? And you yeah. go, well, John, how are you? Not the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know a fellow's called Bomb Scare. Okay. <laughs> and he would simply empty a bar. He'd walk in, he'd have a fucking, the shoulders would go down, um, and he was called Bomb Scare. There's a People guy. would leave. There's a guy I know. Drinks and everything. <laughs> fucking glasses spinning. Bang gone. There's a guy I know we call Pothole because you just do anything to avoid him. Mm-hmm. You know? I like that one too. <laughs> You, just, you do anything to avoid him. Excellent. That, that, remi- that reminds me of a, 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 do, Billy, a Billy Conley joke and then the boys in the pub and they're drinking. You, know, as, you want another pint, Spider-Man? The boys are looking at him drinking away. He says, well, Spider-Man, do you want... And this fella says, excuse me, he says, why do you call him Spider-Man? He says, you'll see. And your man's drinking away and he's going home and he's... <laughs> <laughs> or the other fellow says, Well, donkey, do you want another pint? Well, so he calling you a donkey. Oh, he, oh, he yeah. always called me that. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? Anyway. Anyways, will we wrap it up? <coughs> we will. Well, that was only be test run. Well, that was only a test, test run. run. But we don't know what you can get out of this now. We will have, just to let people know, the Salvation podcast will be back. Yeah. And we've got a lot, a lot of guests coming up. We do. And we're looking forward to it immensely. Huh? Are we getting a week here from Yuri? Yes, we yes, are. Hopefully. Uh, yes. We get we'll from, yeah. Miss Kane. Hopefully. There's, there's a clue of you. Yeah. Miss Kane from Yuri. Yeah, if you're listening to this, I might send you the clip, Miss Kane. Yeah, you are, Miss Kane. And it would be lovely to. Miss Kane. Don't mind uh, what the language is and all that, but I'm sure you get used to it. I'm sure yeah. Miss Kane might have heard the odd. Oh, oh yeah. here and there. Or the odd box. Yeah, there you go. You'll have to copy her now, chameleon style. Uh, you could, there's no copy. Like an octopus. Octopuses do it. She's unique. 
Unique who? Unique. Oh, Unique. Unique clue. Yeah. Anyways. Ta-ra. All right, It's good night for me. Good night from him. <laughs> Ta-ra. 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 <laughs> I enjoyed that.